Once upon a time, there was a few companies that made video games, that loved their customers and fan base, that wanted to create the best experience ever, no matter what, to create a complete package. Nowadays, that is more like a dream or a legend. Nowadays, we have companies who don't basically give a shit about their customers. Hey everyone, welcome to our newest episode, and it's not a fun episode to be honest. We just keep getting many bad, bad news left and right, and it just makes me wonder, does the game industry actually hate their fans? Do they not care about us anymore? Do they just think we're money bags? Well, let's think about it, shall we? First things first, the first news that came that you will also see in my Twitter, I posted a picture of, is Alien Blackout. Many of us loved Alien Isolation. It was a beautiful game, very well designed, and something new, to be honest. I didn't expect Alien, at least after the Colonial Marines fiasco, to actually make a good game. But they did, and it was actually really, really good. Many people loved it, regardless of so many Critical reviews being, well, critical of some things. Fans love the hell out of it. But then comes Alien Blackout. And it reminds me of Diablo Immortal. Like, I'm pretty sure D3 Games is going to be like, Don't you guys have phones? Yeesh. Whenever I say it, I still cringe. So, what the hell? This is weird as shit. Not only do we see that game companies don't give a shit anymore about their games, they don't give a shit about us. Diablo Immortal was a game that I covered intensely and I hate it to the point that I'm still shocked to think that we are not going to get Diablo 4 instead we're getting a mobile version? What the hell? Like, what's going on? Why would you do that to your fans? And the response was so... So weird, they just came out and said, like, Did you guys have phones? Uh, uh. What the hell? So yes, we do have phones, you dumbass. But we don't want to play Diablo on a phone. How did this even get past the idea-making process? Jesus. And yet, they still are going to launch it, regardless. They just think, like, yeah, we know that this game is a definite copy of that company's you know, other game, but screw you, we want to make money. Activision for you. But this is not the only thing that actually shows how game industry actually hates every one of their fan bases. The other thing would be EA, who, again, is trying their best to be the worst company ever. How so? Well, simply put, do you guys remember Battlefront 2? Yeah. The whole terrible loot box system to the point that it actually ruined the gameplay that whenever I come to play this game I just can't and I just uninstall the game like I actually played a lot of Battlefront 1 but when I went to Battlefront 2 I bought it for five dollars by the way that's how terrible this game became when I played it I was like what the hell this this isn't Battlefront 1 this is more like dependent on how much loot boxes you actually get or cards you have. This is not Battlefront. This is more like Battlefield, but with heavy monetization. 
And I hated that game. I just uninstalled it and went back to Battlefront 1. Then we had Battlefield 5, which seemed like EA has really had learned something from Battlefront 2. But as soon as they showed the trailer, it was like, oh, oh no. And yeah, seemed like they learned something, but not everything. And they just learned how to make matters worse, which was surprising to me, which was like, how can anyone make this situation any worse? But they did. And they launched a terribly buggy game. And I don't know why they did that. If you have been following Battlefield 5 or anything regarding it, you would know how terrible, terrible the game is. And the fact that the game just went to $30 after a week shows just how terrible it was. And then... Uh, still EA doesn't care. They're just like, nope, you guys are stupid. We are going to make fun of you in our launch party. What? 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 And it, get and it gets even worse. Then we have this story of a guy who bought Battlefront for 15 euros and wanted to return the game to get his money back. So what happens? He can't. Even though the guidelines clearly state that you can get a refund if you are... Basically, applying for a refund 24, before the 24 hours is full since you launched the game. Do you think they gave him the money? No. They actually started replying very late, and then they said, well, 24 hours has passed. The guy was like, no, not when I submitted the ticket to you. And they were like, nope, that's it, shut up. They didn't care about the customer. The guy talked to 10 different representatives, all of whom just didn't give a shit about his situation. And one of them actually hung up on the guy. Then, they, then he said, okay, I'm going to talk to a supervisor. Give me a supervisor. And they said no. At the moment that they did give him a supervisor, the guy wasn't even a supervisor, apparently, because he couldn't access any records of his own employees. How is that even possible? So then the guy kept getting refused left and right regardless of he of regardless of whether he actually or not followed that guideline which he did according to the records that he put out he did follow the guidelines he even asked the EA support to give him evidence as to when he launched the game in their perspective so that he can basically say okay so now prove me wrong but they kept saying the option is not available what the hell? And we, it keeps getting worse. We have Fallout 76. Again, a company, you know, who, who was actually really famous for good games, Bethesda. But now Bethesda seems like it's on a, you know, slope that just keeps getting worse and worse. I hated Fallout 4. I didn't like it one bit. I did not like it. Then we had Fallout 76, which got things worse. Then we had... So many freaking different versions of Skyrim that now there's actually a version of it coming on mobile phones. What the hell? So, and now, you know, Bethesda doesn't even give a shit that the game is just incomplete. I mean, were they to actually relaunch the whole game, just like Final Fantasy XIV, they could kind of redeem themselves. But they're not going to do that. Hey. This just... This just is embarrassing. There are so many other stories that I can share with you over the years how 
game publishers and makers don't give a shit about their fan bases. Even Black Ops 4. Do you guys know about this game? That it was supposed to not have any microtransactions, but now it actually has one that says, give me one box and I'll give you a red dot on your, you know, this reticle. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Is this for real? And I don't know. I really don't know what to say. I think Sony is very smart to steer clear of any multiplayer game at the time. Because they're thinking like, okay, we're not going to get into this shit. We're good as it is. We're doing fine with our single player games. We're out of this. Leave us out. Then you have Capcom and Street Fighter. You guys probably heard this, but you have to watch advertisements between the matches. Otherwise, you're going to get punished. What has the game industry come to? And now we have the announcement of an Alien Blackout. A game we sorely wanted, we now have to play on mobile. Which I hate. I don't play games on my mobile that much. Because not only it's not that fun, you can't play it outside. It hurts your eyes, it strains your eyes. Especially because, you know, I wear glasses. It definitely hurts my eyes. But no, we don't know any better. We don't know what we want. They know. So what made game industry so stupid to not give a shit about any of their fans? Well, I tell you what, it's our own damn fault. When we make them so damn popular and we don't educate younger fans in the gaming industry, that's what happens. Take a look. I have many, many friends who agree with me. And don't even go after these games. They don't buy it simply because, you know, they're mad at it. But I have so many other friends or acquaintances who are much younger than us and are stupid. They don't give a shit about this. You know why? Because they don't pay for this. They get paid by their parents. They get a lot of money from their parents. And since they don't know what gaming industry was like before all of this, they just think, well, it's normal. Let's go buy microtransactions. It's normal. I saw one of my friends buy Battlefield 5, and then when I told him, why did you buy this game? You know, it's terrible. He said, well, you know, my dad gave me the money, so who cares? And I'm like, what do you mean? If you get that money, spend it on something good. This is what's wrong with the gaming industry. There's so many children out there who don't care about this stuff, mainly because they think, well, I have my dad or mom's money, so I'm going to spend it. What is there to do? Like, there are more than 90, 90 PlayStation 4 players, 90 million. We know that much, thanks to Sony. If a game sells more than 3 million, it's already a success, which is kind of sad considering like 90 million and 3 million. That's not a great figure altogether. But still, they just need that 3 million. They just need a very small percentage to be called successful. And that small percentage are the kids. I don't know what to say. I am really baffled by the gaming industry. It seems to me that not only do they not care, they, they see us as money bags. It's our fault. We made them rich. 
We are the reason they are rich. Take a look at some other things that people boycotted and it actually worked. It brought them to the brink of bankruptcy. In many other industries, that, that, that kind of thing actually happens. And people don't care. They just like, okay, we're going to boycott you. We don't like you. And it forces a company to change. Namely, DC and Warner Brothers. Namely, Marvel. Even Sony. You guys think that these guys are successful because they are successful? They know the plan? No. Marvel had a terrible run before Marvel's Avengers. The only good movie they produced up until then was Iron Man 1, and the rest of them not only performed very poorly at the box office, but they were thinking like, how do we fix this shit? So with Avengers, they were like, okay, this is either go big or go home. We have to do this right. And they did. It could have been the novelty of the movie, but the movie was actually good. Maybe not really good or perfect, but it was good enough to actually, you know, for many people to say that, okay, we're not going to even consider those shit movies you put out. So they fixed. Then we have DC, who, not actually DC, more like Warner Brothers, who didn't, who doesn't actually give a shit about, you know, many properties that they have, including Harry Potter or basically DC Comics. They don't give a shit about any of them. They just want the money. And right now, Aquaman making that load of money just goes on to show that, well, maybe they learned a little something to not compromise a director's vision. Maybe that stupid stigma of DC is kind of lifting so that nobody else would be like, oh, DC movie? It sucks! When was this kind of stigma when Marvel was making these terrible movies? So you see, it can make a difference. I'm not saying to that you know you guys should definitely boycott Alien Blackout. No. I'm saying educate these younger players for you know not buying this shit. Like why should they pay so much money, so much for a single microtransaction? We shouldn't even pay for this stuff. One point there was a time that a game was full of characters. Tekken Tag Tournament 2 is the best example I can think of because it was full of characters It didn't have any DLC characters. Even if it did, it wouldn't count because the game was already full of characters. Every time, and they were usually hidden. You have to, you know, do some uh, things to actually unlock them, you know, like Tekken 3. But then we have Tekken 7. A game that is so awful that makes me sad to say that I'm a uh, Taken fan. I mean, so many characters and they're all DLC? Why? So you launch a half-baked game just to give DLCs for it? Idiots! If you actually made the game good enough on its own, it would sell like crazy. Just give updates to make it better and better. Don't think... I. Like, okay, I'm fine with Tekken Bowling being taken out of the Tekken 7, even though I love that mode. But I'm not fine with the arcade battles where basically you could pick a team and then fight the other team. That is bullshit. I'm not going to pay five bucks to have either of these modes on my game. This is what's wrong with the industry. 
we enabled them to do this to us. Instead of an entertainment thing, they became a business. Many people think that, well, that's true for almost every single industry, but no. Although they're all businesses, but at the same time, they think, okay, what do our fans like so that they will not screw us? One of them are the Japanese. The philosophy behind the Japanese and their workforce is always, has always been the same. Take a look at Sony. They're Japanese. They have you know, many studios that are American, but when you see their games, it seems like you know, they just want to make what fans want and nothing else. They want to make sure fans enjoy their games. They get a complete package. That's their philosophy. Then you have other companies like EA that don't give a shit. They just put out a game and they're like, oh, it makes money, go. Then you have Ubisoft, who was actually so damn pressured by the community. They're actually changing their ways. Not only did they actually put out a really good Assassin's Creed game, but they didn't ask you $60 for their new Far Cry game, which is basically an expansion pack to the previous one. I'm not saying 40 bucks is a lot or not enough. We don't know how much the game will last, you know, how much how long it will actually take to finish it, but at least I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they thought that, well, it shouldn't be full price. I really don't know what to say at this point. I'm seriously disappointed in the gaming industry. There is nothing that we can do right now except for teaching people not to repeat our mistakes. We have made a lot of them. So, let's just, you know, let's fix this. Let's just, you know, go out there and teach people not to make our own mistakes, to be better than us, to make sure that, that they don't do what we did. I know it's tough. I know it's going to be a little bit crazy to go to people and say, hey, don't buy microtransactions. It'll make it worse. But it's kind of necessary, don't you think? Like, this should be something that we must do. It's our duty. Otherwise, games would launch with $80 tag prices and price tags and be like, you know, well, screw you. Now you have to pay 120 bucks to get the full game. I'm sure this day will come. I am sure. Currently, they're saying that, well, 60 bucks is not enough for the games that we make. And I'm going to be like, are you kidding me? For 60 bucks, we get a completely incomplete game. And you think that 60 bucks is not enough for you guys? Jesus. Hey, very well. That's pretty much it. I just... I just hope that, you know, we can fix this because this is getting absolutely ridiculous. And I just hope that we can, you know, make a better world. Like, you know, this doesn't continue. I mean, this is too much. So, anywho, thank you guys for joining us. Do tell me what you think on uh, whose fault it is that we are having this kind of problems left and right in the gaming industry. 
and whether or not you think it's our fault or not. So, see you guys very soon. And thank you for joining, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter, and basically engage with us. Don't worry, we're not going to bite. So, do as you wish. You know, I would love to see you guys on my Twitter and talk to you guys. Discussions, we can have any discussions that you like. So, uh, see you guys very soon, and see you there.